Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. This podcast is brought to you by Asterian Products, designers of some of the top-selling Amazon VR and AR accessories like the Asterian Aura VR headstand. I'm Brett McAfee, producer and editor of this podcast. I'm Jay Brad. I'm a VR YouTuber and streamer. And unfortunately, Destiny, yet again, just her and the Jonas Brothers, it's ridiculous. They, you know, they've got another pop-up concert and she just, you know, we, we, she didn't even tell us that she wasn't coming. We just had to check if Jonas Brothers was doing something. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> tonight we've got a special guest, um, Eric Starr, AKA K27. He's the one who actually designed this room we're in. Um, I'll explain the room bit in a second, but in the meantime, Kay, why don't you tell him a little bit about yourself? Uh, what's to say? I'm probably the oldest one here and the most <laughs> northern and eastern one here. So That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kay, I understand you've got a, a good bit of experience in VR. What um, platforms are you on? Uh, just the PSVR. Unfortunately, no no PC, unless you count Google Cardboard, but I don't think anyone else. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> <laughs> it was the OG. Come on, OG. <laughs> that's like, that's like, are you a gamer? Yeah, I, I had one of those McDonald's, you know, toys. <laughs> I think that, okay, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It'd be like someone calling themselves a gamer who plays like bad phone games or something. All they've ever played is Slitherio. Yeah, that's and they, true. They consider themselves a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey guys. So, if you guys haven't picked up already, we're actually in VR. We've got a live stream going. Chat is super active right now, actually. Um, crazy stuff. Um, we're not interacting with chat too much during the podcast because most, most of you guys aren't here on the live stream, right? You guys are listening at home or, um, that, or in the car or whatever, you know, after the fact. So, we're not interacting with chat right now, but I will tell you that once we are done with the official podcast, the thing that's going to be broadcasted, we then go into after hours and that's just for the live stream guys. So we're going to be talking to you all answering questions. So those of you in chat right now, stick around. And if you want in on this action and you're just listening right now or watching a later YouTube video, consider subscribing to the YouTube channel, full dive gaming podcast. And there's some awesome stuff happening here. Truth truth um <clears throat> we will be running this podcast in four sections tonight i know last week was like two sections i think <laughs> <laughs> so first we have our q a section um and that one is uh, uh brought from our patreon and discord communities second we have a vr gaming news section covering this week's vr gaming news self-explanatory third we have a game section where we play this <laughs> where we are highlighting the newest vr releases some oldies some goodies we're going to be talking to k about what he's played it's good um uh and then yeah and then last we have a discussion section and that one changes week to week and this week we'll be talking about what games are still missing from vr in 2021 it's it's i mean it's a real rabbit hole of a section but we're gonna keep it nice and sweet and it's gonna have some really good lovely discussion um last week though we covered what a launch of xbox um 
or wait, what does it say? Oh, rec room. I missed a, I missed a sentence there, part of the sentence there. Um, rec room has had some explosive growth. It's releasing on Xbox. What does that mean for VR and flat screen players? Um, we had a really interesting guest last week as well. So go ahead and check out episode 34 of the Full Dive Gaming Podcast and hear all about that. Now, let's hop into some Q&A. Again, this one, or this section is, is you know, it's it's brought from our Q&A section over on the Discord community. So if you want to get your questions answered, we're at a really nice, we're about to preach it, I swear. Um, we're at a re- really nice sweet spot where most questions pretty much always make it into the show. Um, so, you know, now's the time to join, guys. <laughs> join in, make sure you get your questions in. It's some good stuff. Um, and without further ado, Jay, you have the first question. I do. So Haxis asks, are you desperate for a VR bullet hell game? Now, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I've been big on bullet hell games outside of VR, but I played one called Extreme Tactical Executioners, which was in Mm -hmm. uh, beta when I played it back on the channel. And it was pretty cool. Blasters of the Universe is another one that probably some of us here have hopefully played. I really liked that one, but it was just, it was one that I was having too much trouble figuring out. Like some of the stuff was just, there was so much customization to the guns you could do. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't figure out when you did certain things, how you could still reload the gun. I think, I want a really good, flawless one. Yes. I'm not desperate for just any. I'm ready for one that just works really seamlessly. Uh, Kay, isn't there one coming up you said something about on the Discord? Well, well, well yeah, first the, off, uh, what oh, is a oh. bullet hell game? Because oh, most people not might not know what that is. I'm not sure I know what it is. But <laughs> I think it's when you're getting shot at from every direction and you're trying to fight back. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah. Dodge. <laughs> you're trying to dodge bullets <laughs> fair enough <laughs> yeah it's 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 um it, it expands it's kind of like a, a a type of game that really goes into a lot of different other genres really um kind of like fps right like it's a style of gameplay um and it like you said it's 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 a lot of bullets coming at you if you picture the old arcade style where you've got like a little ship and you've got three lives and there's just like a bajillion enemies coming down the screen and they're throwing every, all sorts of weaponry down at you and you're just all you can do is move left to right to dodge right that's like classic bullet hell right that's where that kind of comes from and it's it's changed a lot since then but that's hopefully that gives some of you guys an idea sorry to interrupt just i had to like look this up prior to the like script going what is that again <laughs> uh, yeah like the old games like 1943 and mm-hmm. yeah kind of confusing the bullet holes with the schmups so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's some good stuff well do you, you think we oh go ahead hey you mentioned yuki is coming up right yuki yeah the uh it's it's from arvor studios the ones that from the that brought us uh pixel ripped okay i don't want that go away go go away I won't talk to you okay. <laughs> all right yeah but yeah it's basically an anime style and it's, uh, it's uh, brought to us by the same people from that brought us pixel ripped and it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of supposed to be along the lines of a bullet hell i watched a trailer for it and i wasn't really sure what to make of it it kind of looked like a it kind of reminded me like mega man art style so it's like an anime but with shooting but it looked like you were outside of your body it didn't look like it was you it looked like you were like floating behind you when mm. i was looking at it uh 
I don't I don't know if you caught that, but that was something that was kind of interesting to me when I was watching it. I didn't really know what to expect or how the controls were going to work in it because every mm. bullet hell I've seen is usually first person because you're supposed to be like dodging and ducking these bullets, right? Yeah, you're kind of from behind the character. So you still kind of see it, but I don't know. Maybe they do have a first person mode we just haven't seen yet. Yeah, yeah. No, this is I'm looking at the trailer now, just kind of glancing through it. This is this is actually what I was talking about. This is kind of where like bullet hell gets its roots, but brought into VR where it's it's really you're you're it's it's less taking advantage of VR like like space training simulator or space pirate simulator, whatever that is. Space pirate trainer. Yeah, I played that. Yes, yeah, space pirate trainer. You know, that's like bullet hell, but more like advanced to a very VR style game. Right. Mm hmm. This is bullet hell, like bullet hell. The genre comes from where you, it's like you've got your character in front of you, and you're dodging a ton of orbs coming your way. That's that's kind of what this is, but you can see it in 3D. I guess I'm very curious as to how they're going to take advantage of it being actually in VR. Huh. So, like, did you ever play Res Infinite? Would you say that's sort of, sort of the sort of a bullet hell kind of game like that because you were like you were you weren't yourself in it but you were still trying to dodge bullets you were like floating in front of you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'd I'd say one second i have to like kind of look up this game again oh yeah this one um i'm bad with names yeah that's 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 kind of bullet hell yeah that's like a weird alty bullet hell (laughs) okay <laughs> the end of uh, Pixel Rip ninety five actually has a kind of kind of thing like uh, like that game. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you're controlling, you're holding on to the plane like like this, and you're guiding it like this through the bullet oh. hell. Okay, well, this will be interesting. Okay, I apparently didn't even know what this really was, and so this is gonna be interesting to try and try something like it. So now I'm a little more excited about it because it, it, I don't know, it kind of makes me think of obviously not the same, but games like Thumper where you're like following behind and it's high speed. Like that kind of excites me because even though XTX and Blaster of the Universe were cool, they were pretty short lived for me because it was pretty much, it gets real repetitive when you're just like dodging bullets and getting shot at by the same things that, it definitely this seems like it might have a little more legs to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it looks kind of cool. <laughs> it's got that anime style, so at least it should be should appeal to some people. Yes. Yeah, there's there will be a niche community to pick this up. Just nice. it's it's done its due diligence to make sure of that. <laughs> nice. I think you got you got another question, Rip. Like a big one, a bomb of a question. Yeah, is <laughs> Kyle Charlton. He asks us, is is the end of Inception a dream or reality? Now, for those of you that don't know, you won't know because Inception is a just a total mind fuck <laughs> I oh man, I I can't believe I understood what was going on my first watch through because it was such a mess a good mess but a mess um so we're just gonna answer this one like with just one word answers i think and i'm gonna say um i mean i i guess dream that's kind of what they implied right you know Mm -hmm. you don't see it fall and unless it falls it's a dream it looks like it was about to fall i want to say reality because i want to believe in the happy ending so i'm gonna say reality (laughs) KBI tiebreaker. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> it's not reality. It's not a dream. It's a movie. 
Oh my god! <laughs> I honestly haven't seen it. Oh dang! Okay. Uh, I do oh, know of the ending it. though, so you know, based on everything uh, I've seen, all the theories and stuff, I think I'd probably go with uh, Dream. Fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I- anyways, uh, Destiny, who isn't here this week, she did manage to put in a question. She asked, what is our favorite VR thing to do that's not a social app or a game? Kay, do you, mm. do you have anything you want to throw out there first? It's What's your favorite thing? not a social app or a game. Well, I do like watching, uh, using my VR for 3D movies. Oh, yeah. Mm. I recently got the uh, Friday the 13th box set, and it comes with, well, Friday the 13th Part 3 is in 3D. This is the first Ooh. time I ever got to see it in 3D, so it was awesome. Is it pretty good in 3D? I feel like it's, it's so old, I wouldn't expect it. It's as, as good as you'd expect it to be from the 80s. Okay. <laughs> it's still fun, though. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jay? Uh, music videos, by far. Uh, music videos. Oh. There needs to be more. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit in the news section, but there needs to be more. There's several on PSVR. If, Kay, if you haven't checked them out, they're really worth checking out. It is so yeah. cool. VR so, music videos. I can yeah. see that being very trippy. Oh, it is. Some of them are just, and some of them let you kind of interact, and some of them you're just along for the ride. It, mm-hmm. It's it's so great. Destiny needs sick. a Jonas Brothers one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> um, I had one in my head, but I'm blanking. Well, there's, the, there's the obvious choice. What's what, the obvious choice? What, oh. what, what do people do with VR that's not social and it's not gaming and it's a big thing we're not allowed to talk about it? <laughs> well, actually, okay. Well, I remembered what it is, which actually <laughs> is the true answer, believe it or not, um, which is I like to uh, actually do some amount of actual work in VR mm-hmm. because I, I like if I'm like, I don't know, sometimes it's kind of cool to like have a bunch of screens pulled up and have some music playing and be like in a vr like spaceship looking out at space or something like that right um it says not a social app but i will say that i usually do this in vr chat um because i do kind of like being around other people when i do that but i'm less interacting with them and more using that as just like a backdrop to like kind of have some activity kind of like you would go to a cafe to work that's that's pretty much the equivalent yeah uh jordan in chat says meditating i can tell you natalie has tried guided meditations and yoga both in vr uh both work pretty well. The problem with yoga, though, is if you're going to do downward facing dog, your headset, you got to get it pretty tight for it to stay on while you're mm-hmm. doing yoga. You have yoga. to lock so that... up the cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot more uses. We don't talk about it, uh, you know, a lot. There's a lot of other uses and a lot of things will keep coming out. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. All right. And with that, I'm going to move us on from the Q&A and into the news segment. But first... I need to tell you guys something just just real quick so I've been moving around a lot my house is under construction guys and I've been having to move my entire VR and desk setup and as a digital media artist I like that includes setting up like studio monitors and setting up all my video monitors and on setting up like it's it's a ton of work and it's frustrating it takes like half a day but you know one part of it that is really easy is my VR. 
because for VR, I only need to use this thing. I have this wonderful, neat little stand for my VR. I don't have to like set up some complex thing for it to live in. I don't need to like pack it up in the box. I just bam, slap it on there. And that's the Aura Stand from Asterian Products. They're the ones sponsoring this section. You all know about them if you've been listening. So like like I said, it's just like a super minimalistic. I've actually got it here in VR. That's thanks to Kay over here, Eric. Um, so those of you in video, you you just it's actually a lot smaller than this. <laughs> if yeah. you're looking at this live stream, um, it's it's probably like half the height relative to my hand, I guess. <laughs> Banana for scale would be about that size. <laughs> Or in reference to this, a banana would be like that size. Anyway, um, super awesome product. This thing holds any headset. It's got RGB lighting. I can try and work. Oh, nope, my desk's in the way. I thought I'd be able to make it work. Um, <laughs> oh, do you have it, Jay? Jay might be able to do it. I'll be your mo- I'll be your Vanna White or whatever. Just, you keep ta- you keep talking. This thing has RGB light. <laughs> RGB lighting. It's clear acrylic panel. This thing's super sweet, guys. If you want to pick one up, head on over to www.asterianproducts.com. That is in the show notes. It's in the description. It's really easy to find. And use the code Full Dive. That's F U L L D I V E to get five dollars off any order, nineteen ninety nine or more. We honestly cannot recommend these things enough. I, Jay's got like freaking 10 over there. I'm exaggerating, but it's close. Actually, I have uh, 20 coming soon. <laughs> no, you're joking. I'll, I'll, I'll explain later. He okay. likes his living room with them. This <laughs> <laughs> is new Philips lighting, but instead it's a bunch of horror <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, these things are great, guys. Um, we, we can't recommend them enough. All right, and with that, we're going to hop into our news first news piece. Um, I should have had Jay do the, the sponsorship because now I have the first news piece. You got it. <laughs> I'm just gonna chill. I'm gonna lean back. Just chill. Yeah, you guys just chill. I got this podcast. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, CES is wrapping up, guys. That's the Consumer Electronics Show. For those unaware, super big deal. Um, and uh, we had some very exciting VR and AR glasses announced that are worth taking a look into. We got three here that we chose. These are pretty awesome. So the first and foremost is the one that's going to excite us, and that's Panasonic's VR glasses. These things are, you know, they're they're pretty far along into development. We got a lot of pictures, and honestly, this thing looks sick. It's like picture, like. You know those classic, like, kind of, like, workers steampunk goggles, you know? Those looking things, right? That's what this looks like. Like, to a T. Um, which, if you've seen actual VR headsets, obviously is way slimmer. Way more, like, it's it's just, it looks so nice compared to this thing I've got on my head. We've come a long way in VR, but this is a big step when it comes to form factor. Um and it promises some impressive stuff. This thing's got 2.6K micro L, excuse me, OLED panels. I do love me some OLED. Um, six degrees of field and some actually pretty impressive um, adjustment options for like fitting, IPD, all sorts of good stuff. This thing is cool. We don't have a price. We don't have a lot more than that. You know, this thing's still in development, but it's clearly a lot further along. Um, we've seen this product kind of a little bit before, but like, but you guys will have to really check out this article because it's very tech heavy and I don't want to bore you all. But um, 
it's it's really cool looking <laughs> i can't wait for this thing to be announced i can't wait to have a price on this thing it looks sick i feel like the price is going to be high uh but if you if you can if you can go look this thing up and see a picture the cool thing about this it's like glasses there's no nothing over your nose there's nothing hovering over your nose so there's not going to be any nose light bleed this is like literally two glasses that come all the way back around your eyes and it would fully encase you and it'd be fully dark there'd be no mm-hmm. your nose breathing wouldn't be getting in the lenses like this yeah. this isolates your eyes completely in the experience, which is what what you need. Mm-hmm. And it looks lighter. It looks so comfy compared to this. I mean, we'll see. Maybe it w- won't. Maybe it's like all hard plastic and it's like a total nuisance. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks comfortable. It at least looks lighter. Truth. Hopefully it's not made of lead. I do wonder, though, looking at it in retrospect, it doesn't look like it has a ton of weight in the back. And, you know, it's still just due to having electronics up front. It could it could still be like, you know, there's nothing. I don't see anything that's necessarily keeping it on your eyes, sort of like usual glasses pressure, which anyone who's owned a pair of glasses knows that isn't a lot unless you want a ton of discomfort. Um, It's got a little band. Maybe that's what like kind of holds it up against your eye sockets. I don't know. I don't know. It's super curious. I want to try one of these things on. Yeah. Have you seen what this is, Kay? Yeah. Have you, have you gotten looks a vision? like uh, Doc Ox glasses there. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering how well they go over those of us who do wear glasses or if they that have is like prescription an excellent lenses. point yeah there's no way there's no way you're getting them no you'd no, have you to get you have to get prescription maybe there's a slot in there where you can slide like a prescription lens in or you have to wear contacts unless yeah. i mean I, I i don't want to go down the rabbit hole here maybe there's an adjustment for people who need glasses inside of it i don't know that's that's probably not a thing but the gear vr had it i keep hoping someone brings it back one of these days mm-hmm. i'm 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 checking out that oh, god damn it i keep piercing above this article and it goes to a different window um i'm just scanning it real quick do they say anything about prescription mm, no Didn't see anything. no we don't yeah, so no, no, nothing yet regarding those of us who don't have twenty twenty vision. <laughs> Most of us. <laughs> Most of us, exactly. So yeah, you gotta get a, complimentary that's... laser surgery with it. Uh, <laughs> yes, please. I will buy it yeah. there if that's true. <laughs> um, we have two more headsets, but I'm going to keep this one briefer because it's uh, more AR. So we have Creel, Creel. I don't know, C R E A L. Um, Cereal. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, and this thing, so they've got a VR and AR like prototype. And when I say prototype, I mean like big old hunking pieces of metal that have very little to do with actual like headsets yet. Um, it's more looking at the technology and they've got some something called light field technology. And I, I tried to look at it prior to this podcast. And to be honest, it was I, I just couldn't. I, I didn't really get what it was, <laughs> but it's supposed to be impressive. People who've tried it out say it's really cool. Um, and, you know, we don't have a ton of different technologies for AR. It's kind of been the same stuff in terms of how they're displaying light on these uh, on your lenses. That, As far as I'm aware, that isn't really too different. Um, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe this does something cool because AR has been struggling right now in both like weight in size, if this brings something new to the table in those aspects, as well as clarity, that that's that's cool. That's good stuff. Um, and then we've got the Think Reality A3. That's from Lenovo. We've known about these for a little while now, but this is pretty much just an update. They're they're coming real soon, guys. We're looking at 
Oh, what did they say? Did they say how soon? Like, did they give a better time frame? Yeah, targets uh, mid-2021, which is, so, yeah, like, in half a year, hopefully, for these AR glasses. And these things look way better than the Microsoft HoloLens. Um, yeah, super cool. Unfortunately, this is this is targeted at businesses. So we're us mortals with less than uh like i don't know thousand those of us who don't have thousands of dollars to spend on something that we're not going to use that often probably won't pick this up you know this is not going to be cheap um but i imagine there'll be some professions that will be able to take advantage of this there'll be some professions that just have money to burn on this we'll see <laughs> well hope. it looks cool we'll hope <laughs> yeah gotta start somewhere ar it's it's still finding its spot once it gets there i feel like it's gonna be so big but it's, oh yeah it's one of those things that it's it's not like they have the huge gaming community they could drop it on like we did with vr like vr dropped in gaming it got pretty big pretty fast at least for what it is and we're holding it through until businesses adopt it where ar they're trying to get businesses to adopt it which is a hard sell at least in the beginning and, mm -hmm. and then eventually maybe it'll come to gamers too but it's kind of an opposite thing and it's it's a little harder of a road i think Right. Businesses don't like to change. Big businesses act like they do, but they don't really like to change that fast. <laughs> no, it's, it's all definitely not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, unless buying these equals more money, they're not going to, you know, they don't want to take risks too often. For sure. Um, uh, I'm going to move us on to the next news piece. Jay, you got this one? Yes. So as I was speaking a little bit about VR music videos earlier, something really cool is happening. Sony is actually partnering up with Verizon to produce a virtual performance from musician Madison beer. So hmm. unlike a VR concert, this is actually her in a virtual avatar that's modeled after her in a motion capture suit. This is going to be available to watch only in PSVR and Oculus headsets strange partnership i don't know where that came from yeah but, but this <laughs> is not so bizarre yeah where it's so weird there's this is not some hatsune miku thing though like in the video that they're showing this looks like her like this virtual oh. avatar looks like her and it's almost like you're like is that her like this is they're they're going for hyper realism here of okay. her and and they're going for they kept using the word intimate which kind of freaked me out they're going for like a really <laughs> intimate experience this isn't you this isn't you at a concert I know Kay's got something to say about that. Uh, go ahead, Kay. No, I was just saying is uh, on on the PSVR uh, there was a oh, what's her name Utaru, the the woman that sang the songs for uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, yeah, yeah. yeah she I saw that they one. had like a little virtual performance thing too. Uh, I think from a distance it was actually her, but close up it was CG, oh. and she got like right up into your face, and it was kind of uncomfortable. Yep, that's that's honest. exactly I think what they're going for here because uh this isn't going to be like you're at a concert and she's on stage. This is like you're in the room and she's there like singing at you like it's going to feel either uncomfortable or too comfortable depending on what kind of person you are. <laughs> uh but I'm excited to see them. They're doing this in lockdown because you know these musicians, they're missing this. They're missing these performances, they're missing this stuff. And so they're thinking outside the box. I'm pretty excited to see what this what this develops into. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they're just not making money on tours right now. If if they can make money on tours again, they're going to do it. And this is this, super cool. If this supplements, but yeah, I don't know. You mm -hmm. should watch the trailer if you're listening to this and you want to see what I'm talking about. It definitely looks like it It might get a little uh, little close for comfort. So uh, mm -hmm. 
if you're if you're into that musician who knows you might love that (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i mean do we know is it is it going to be like you're you're sitting there with other people or is it like just you and her it looked like it was just you and her it's intimate is (laughs) that That is is intimate intimate. (laughs) (laughs) all right Uh, Um, before we get too weird maybe i should just maybe rip should just go on to the next thing here i don't know i feel weird about it i there's there's great things that vr can do but there's also just some really weird things and uh and whether you're into accepting the weirdness and just going for it or whether you're just weirded out by it it's that's that's personal that's up to each person so no um i will I, i was thinking in my head while you were saying all that about the psvr and oculus exclusivity of this and um actually i can i can see how this makes sense because both oculus and playstation vr have some systems built in to make sure that um they have they have i think it's called hdcp protection um which is if you try to plug this thing into most capture cards like a like a playstation whatnot and try to record it um it's gonna be like no and then the PlayStation just won't allow it. It won't play or stream whatever it was previously trying to stream. So, um, I mean, there's, there's plenty of ways to get around that. But for the casual person that just wants to, like, bootleg a recording of this stuff, it, it makes it a step more difficult. Um, so it's actually pretty typical for this kind of stuff to, like, you know, if it's on PC, that none of that exists. Yeah, like, right? Like, anyone can, like, totally... I don't know, strip the whole experience and put it up somewhere on some nefarious platform. <laughs> yeah. Some intimate experience. <laughs> well, and it's also, we talked about before, there's uh, there's licensing issues with anything media going on PC, which is much harder for some reason than it being on the Quest or the PSVR. So that's probably mm. the two places you're going to see this, where anything on PC, it's so much harder to get the licensing with with showing music and stuff. So there's some mm-hmm. theories. We don't know for sure if that's that's why, but it, it seems like that's probably why. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Now we'll move us on. Next news piece. So Rec Room, speaking of, uh, from earlier, Rec Room now has over 1 million monthly active VR users. VR users? Yep. I hadn't... Just VR, VR users. Wow. Around half use the Oculus Quest 2. This is just VR. So, like, Rec Room is decently popular as well among flat screen. Um, it's it's obviously... it's it, I mean, it was built for VR, right? So that's, that's where they're advertising and marketing. So, um... I don't know if there are more flat screen players than there are um, VR. You know, it's it's not it's not like you know VR chat is very popular on flat screen, um, but you know it's not an interactive game quite the same way Rec Room is. But that is that is a large <laughs> amount. I mean, okay, one million monthly active VR users. That means around half use oculus quest 2 so what is the other half using everything else psvr pc 5 rift right but i mean okay like if i were to pull up in fact i'll do it if i pull up steam charts for rec room just to see what what it's it's user base looks like it's good but it's not even remotely close to 1 million um and i'll get you that exact number here in a second yeah so the so the 30 day average is just a thousand just a thousand so 
I will that, say a lot of the people I meet in Rec Room are on PSVRs. Quest, and this is half use Quest 2, so Quest 1 still doesn't count in that figure. And then even like me True. right now, even though I'm on PC, I'm actually on the Oculus version of Rec Room. Right, right. Yeah, it just must be a small... But that's like, that's not even 1%, right? That's... Wait, is that 1%? Yeah, that's 1%. So just 1% of the users of Rec Room are on Steam. Yeah, That's a lot of VR headsets that... I I don't know. I'm I'm a little suspicious of his figures. Is what I'm getting at. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little. It's a little sus. Like, did they hit a peak at some point? Some ridiculous peak, and just that's our number now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was last month. I don't know. Uh, I could see it though. There's tons of people, and but and a lot of them are on PSVR because if PSVR had VR chat, this number would be lower, frankly. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. And so everyone who has, and there's what, 5 million PSVRs out there. Everyone who has a PSVR who wants to play VR chat is playing Rec Room instead. So mm. I could see that probably a good portion of them are PSVR. So I think mm. this is probably more recent months, but I, I, do bel- I do see this could be a pretty realistic number. There's a ton of people in here and a ton of PSVR, but yeah, a lot of them are on Quest 2. And, uh, it's kind of funny. The next thing it says that this is a quote. It said the average, the active average users spend 2.7 hours in rec room a day when they visit. I'm like, that's like exactly a quest battery, depending on if you have a quest one or a quest two. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why it's like 2.7 hours. They said they were in those. Yeah. Till their quest dies. Kay, are you one of these million active users of rec room? <laughs> I wouldn't say active. I'm usually only here on the weekends. But still, I mean, if that's <laughs> they're saying active monthly users, so that's gotta be. I suppose that's gotta so be probably just, even if two you pop or three times hour. a month. Yeah. yeah, two or three times a month probably count. So I'm, I'm, I am now that we're in here in the podcast. Rip, you are. So mm-hmm. yeah, and also, I mean, there was just the, there was just Christmas, so a bunch of people may have gotten VR headsets, and this yep. is free. Mm-hmm. So yep. So it could just True. be a uh, bump number. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if they we'll see if they say that it sustains, because if it does, then OK. Mm-hmm. It is most interesting. And if if these numbers are true, it's super impressive and, and great for VR in general. The, the, you know, it's 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 always we say this over and over again, but it's it's always great to see the VR industry growing like this. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to move us on again. Uh, Jay, you got the next one. Oh, yeah. Who? Kay, how excited are you about Hitman 3 on PSVR? Uh, well, it does look pretty awesome. I haven't played much since like the olden, olden <laughs> Hitman days. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. exactly the same since Hitman two back in the day. I don't think I've actually played a full Hitman game, but Hitman three is coming in what? Uh, se- a week. week. Yeah. Uh, in a week. Ne- Hitman three is coming to PSVR. All locations all six locations have been revealed now. So we know that the game is going to kick off in Dubai and it ends in Romania, but you're also going to be going to the UK, Germany, China, Argentina. Uh, I'm so excited. I wish I had played more Hitman games because I, I want to be like nerding out. And like, oh my gosh, I remember this. No, I remember this. Like, I don't think I'm going to recognize much because it was just Hitman 2 I played, but I am still so excited to play through this game in VR. Sadly, mm-hmm. it's PSVR exclusive though. Yep. So it's also DualShock only, apparently. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Huh. 
there was some there was some debate about why if that was because they thought if they had you strangle someone with piano wire with the move controllers <laughs> it might get an adult rating instead of a mature which would kill the game that would make sense <laughs> so it would uh, send a hitman after the game yeah yep <laughs> exactly i'm still excited i don't care if it's dual shock i'm gonna play the crap out of this game i pre-ordered it, though 60 dollars. that was that hurt a little bit i don't pay flat gaming prices Oof. much anymore so to pay that it was like it's a lot. i better be good it's a, better be it's good. 80 up here Ooh, oh oh wow yeah that's although rough. hitman one and two are both on sale right now until the game comes out so Okay. Okay. Like import them like you you unlock them or Yeah, like if you have Hitman One and Hitman Two, all the levels from those games can be played in VR in Hitman Three. Oh. Wait, you have so, to have those though? It doesn't come with it. You, I thought the whole trilogy came them. with it. Oh no. crap, so I gotta go spend more money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crap! I didn't know this. I thought the whole trilogy came with it. Dang it. Can you well, remind just, me after the podcast, Kay? I got to figure that out. Dang it. <laughs> I'm just mad at the whole situation. Why don't us PC users get this? What <laughs> What did we do wrong? Why did we do Mr. Hitman developers to earn your wrath? Because we should be able to play this game. This is evil. It's, it's Meanwhile, I'm here on PSVR, just not being able to play Mist or uh, mm-hmm. Phantasmophobia. Ah, see that the difference is your hardware can't play a lot of the VR games, whereas my hardware can play all of the VR games. (laughs) (laughs) It cannot. (laughs) Maybe Phasmophobia, but (laughs) some other VR games. Definitely not Half Life Alex. No, not Half Life Alex. That (laughs) that one barely runs on my system. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the, that we wouldn't be able to play uh, th- this game is just, oh, I'm so bummed. I'm so bummed. I haven't even played a lot of Hitman, but just like uh, VR is still at a place where we need more AAA games. And so seeing it ported like this is is really cool and it should it should be on every system. It's done. And right, I'm going to move us on again. With the last news piece, Big Screen has launched a number of new free TV channels, including popular shows like Rick and Morty. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> I, I know you said you know this kid, but I don't, and the title's so <laughs> bizarre. Aqua, Aqua Teen, Teen Hunger, Hunger Force. Force. I, uh, Kay, do you know? Do you know that show, Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Oh yeah, Meatwad's my homeboy. See, yeah. <laughs> all right, all, all right. Um, what Samurai was, Jack. Oh. You were the one who knew Samurai Jack, right? Because yes. I didn't know that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Between all of us, we all know these shows, so they are at least right, kind right. of a big deal. Keep, yeah. keep going. <laughs> Samurai Jack. I mean, I don't doubt that it's a popular show. I just like as someone who doesn't know what it is, the name is so like <laughs> what a yeah. strong. It looks like someone threw darts at a board. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Let's see. So yeah, Samurai Jack, uh, Robot Chicken, The Eric Andre Show, and a bunch more. Um. This is pretty cool. I. Yeah, Samurai Jack doesn't have like a whole lot of content. Rick and Morty's got a decent bit of content now. Robot Chicken, I mean, if I've got everything Robot Chicken, <laughs> that's a lot of Robot Chicken <laughs> for VR. Um, yeah, there's, I don't know. It, I'm like, these are all kind of like popular shows, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see them pull up more TV channels um, and more shows 
down the line. But we're we're it's starting to get there. But right now, it feels like, in terms of if this if it had nothing to do with VR and it was just a streaming service, it, it's like a C or B tier right now. Yeah, kind of closer to a C tier. Yeah, hopefully we'll see more. Um, so they added uh, the first live t- TV live stream in July 2019, and that brought over 50 channels to this app, which is pretty sweet. Um, and with this addition, now you can see 172, which is, I mean, that that's a good number. You know, that's <laughs> it's more than Disney Plus has. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these are um, all available for free, which is really cool. Um, in public rooms, some of these channels are region specific. But most can be viewed from anywhere, and VPNs uh, make the world run. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have age restrictions, though. You ha- will have to be over eighteen for. Um, is this for in general, or is this for I, like? I think it's just for the ones that have the age restrictions. All, but mm. but you just type in your age to tell it that you're eighteen. So <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously, yes. that <laughs> always does the trick. You yeah. know. <laughs> not once did i lie about that <laughs> I, I went the straight and narrow <laughs> uh, I, I i haven't played big screen enough and i think for people like you eric when you're you're only on psr it still hasn't launched yet uh no it hasn't I'm upset. it's supposed it's supposed to be coming it's supposed to have been coming forever so when that finally it's happens com- it's coming as soon as a blizzard's dlc <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> or half-life 3 maybe yeah. i don't know i mean speaking of hardware that the psvr can run there's no reason this shouldn't be on playstation vr mm-hmm. you've got a huge user base you've got you know you've got sony to make sure you get your contracts right you know you don't have a you know piece that's the trouble with pc is that even though it's you know one might think that the uh legal limitations are less strict because of the general freedom you have with pc but it's actually that freedom that makes it harder you're dealing with a lot more of the government and you're dealing a lot, like it's got all these obtuse law laws and you might miss one with sony it's fairly simple you just talk to sony and you make sure you're good with sony and then once papa sony's happy you can post your content um <laughs> so, I think sony even still has crackle oh yeah that crackle. Still exists. yeah, <laughs> yeah. They could, they could connect that with big screen, and there you go. People actually mm-hmm. use Crackle again after that, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't know maybe. if that's enough to save it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up our news section there and uh, hop us into the games. We've got a couple. Um, we asked Era. Er, era. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Eric. Era. Hey, Era. Um uh about some of the games he's played and has been playing um we've got two we want to hear about um i technically could have asked this uh from jay at any point but now that i've got someone else here i'm gonna ask it um you played skyrim vr right on yeah. on playstation vr um i got one more game after this for you but skyrim vr how does that play on playstation vr uh it still plays well i mean like I actually got it when I got my PSVR back in like oh. seventeen. It came with, it came with the bundle. I played it for a little mm-hmm. while. It went away, and then just like last week, I was like, I want to play this again. So I popped back in, and I forgot just how gorgeous it looked. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. still kind of weird just flailing your swords around. But <laughs> <laughs> I I wanted to hear this because um 
you know, Skyrim VR or, or Skyrim in general, that, that's one of those games where you always hear about its modding and modding community, right? Was Skyrim VR, first off, was before I continue, was Skyrim VR moddable on PlayStation? No, Did just, the, just, the, just the, the regular Skyrim has some limited mod options, but right. VR, no mods. No, no, yeah. So to me, VR was at, like, I never really cared too much for the mods for the PC. I know that's kind of blasphemous in the PC community, but so sue me. Um, but the Skyrim VR was actually one of those games where I truly felt I would have had a worse experience without mods. Because the, I mean, to me, the like, the face, the faces looked bizarre. The lighting was super weird, and those two things, along with a couple other stuff, was fixed with some mods. The, the, they fixed the faces to actually like make sense in VR. Um, they fixed the lighting so like it, it's it had some really immersive stuff where like you have to legitimately have a torch or use like spells or potions to see in the dark or whatever. I don't know. It's been a minute. Um, otherwise like all you can see are like Draugr's eyes in the dark and it's like super immersive and really cool. Um, and that, that wasn't like an extension of Skyrim that a lot of other mods kind of feel like, you know, where they're yeah. just tacking on extra shit that felt like it was bringing out, a experience of Skyrim and that's what made it so special to me. So I'm just I'm just curious, did you playing Skyrim, did you feel like, oh, this game needs some mods, or when you don't have it, you don't think about it? Um how how was that experience? In that yeah, regard? I never really I never really even thought about that. I mean uh you know in the dark it's dark, so I, my Khajiit character always has use, uses the night vision anyway. Uh but uh <laughs> Yeah, char- characters still look really wonky. That's a Bethesda game. They'll always look wonky. But mm-hmm. the scenery itself, I mean, people say, oh, it's so blurry. It's so blurry. I don't notice that at all. I'm on the original PS4. So. It is. I, when I played it, I did play it a little. I think I played it a little before I had the Pro and then after. And either way, it's just so immersive. The environment's like, oh, it just yeah. draws you in. Even if it was blurry, you didn't notice it. It was like No Man's Sky when I played on PS4. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was blurry, <laughs> but in five minutes, you forgot and you were just in this world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's, I think Skyrim VR still holds the record for me of like most hours spent in VR. I'd say Beat Saber might come to like a close second. Um, but man, I, I spent like really a whole day in VR <laughs> just playing Skyrim. Cause that like, even though I played it a bajillion times, it was just like, just me constantly going, that's so big or that's so cool. And it, it was it, like, oh man, it was so fun. Yeah. Yesterday I actually came upon areas. I don't think I've actually even seen before. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing it since the game first launched on the 360. So, <laughs> oh wow, uh, you have a new perspective on the game. Exactly, <laughs> a VR perspective. A VR perspective. Yeah, um, yeah. But if you guys haven't played Skyrim VR yet, and you've got VR, and you're doing yourself a disservice, it is phenomenal. It might need some mods if you're on PC. Look into the enhanced lighting mod, and I forget what the faces mod is called, but that one's also really really quite nice and you two just don't even well not not jay but k just don't even look it up you know <laughs> don't Ignorance know what you're missing bliss. yeah <laughs> all right um 
the other game you mentioned uh, prior to this, Eric, is Autica. I haven't played that, but I've seen a lot of video gameplay footage. Jay, you've played the game. Um, uh, uh, Jay revealed to me that he wasn't crazy about the game. Okay, what? Just, just quick. Did you? Is it a game you really liked, or is it a game you had more like critiques than positives of? What What was your impression? I mean, overall, it's like if I had to choose basically like between, you know, obvious comparisons, Beat Saber and Autica, Beat Saber is the obvious one, obvious, obviously, obviously. Yes. But, (laughs) (laughs) but no, there's just something a little, a little different when you're playing Mm -hmm. using the guns themselves. And of course you get the spinning and the tossing of the guns too. And Mm -hmm. the music selections too. I kind of like the music options in Autica more. Mm, I just wish that, uh, I just wish that, the company. Uh, the company? What? Harmonics. Yeah, I wish Harmonics mm. would uh, would actually still support it and release more DLC. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate to see dead VR games, which is just like most of them <laughs> when you're browsing <laughs> the store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're just so early in it. It's so many of the games I love from the early days of VR are like long dead. <laughs> yeah. Or like some of them are even like not even that old. Like some of them are just like a couple months old. It's clear that the developer released the game, realized, oh wait a second, my game isn't not just a tech demo, um, <laughs> because only three people bought it, and there's only like one Steam review, um, and it might have some interesting concepts, but there's just so many dead games, um, so. But Autica, at least at the get-go, from what I've heard, has a lot more songs built into it, right? Um, or not, if not more songs, they have more popular songs built into yeah, it. Yeah, more, more mainstream songs. Uh, yes. Plus, you know, you got your uh, Dragon Force at the end as well, as, since they oh, had you the do? rock band, yep. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> Is it made and by course, the people that built rock band? Yeah, Harmonix, yeah. Oh, that changes everything. <laughs> now you got to go try it. Now well, I have to go of, try of it. Of course, you know, the, you might... uh, the, the higher difficulties add, well, other options. Like sometimes you get to shoot sideways or that way. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to hit them left or right or I don't know. I, I haven't got up to the expert yet. <laughs> gotcha. Like Beat we'll Saber, like Beat Saber, it's another game. Like even in chat, Makamakazi is pointing out, like if you actually play this on PC, there is still a very thriving community that makes songs for it. But mm. if you're on PSVR, like Eric here is, then you're stuck with what they released, which was quite a bit of songs, if I remember. But now that mm-hmm. they're not adding anymore, it kind of feels like, well, like why, why am I learning this game if it's dead? Unless, unless you're going to go to PC sooner or later, then you, then you'll have a whole new breadth of music to play. But it's a game that there's a lot of skill to learn, and it's like. For someone like me, it'd be hard to, to try and learn that if I thought I couldn't go anywhere further with the game if I was only on PSVR. So, yeah, right. Hmm. Yeah, he's saying he prefers Autica, Mister Makamikaze from chat. Hmm. 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 I I'm, I might have to try this out now. I I never really paid it too much mind because you know you wait, on PC. You is is Pistol Whip on PlayStation VR yet? Actually, oh yes. Yeah. I should have said, oh, okay. So uh, how would you say it compares to Pistol Whip? Because I really enjoyed that. I don't have that yet. Oh, well. 
I would say it's just totally different games is the thing. Yeah. Like, okay. Pistol Whip is still mu- enough of a shooter. Autica is really like a wannabe Beat Saber with guns and sticks and swords. <laughs> like, it's, I it's see. not a shooter at all in my mind. Mm-hmm. Does it feel as polished as Beat Saber? Uh, yeah, I yeah, think it's so. It's polished. Yeah, it's polished. Okay. It's just its own thing, and it's just not something I could groove with. I It was fine. I just couldn't get super into the movement. Like, Beat Saber, the first time I played it, I was like, oh, my gosh. And Autica right. was like, okay, what, what what do I have to pull out now? What do I have to switch to? What do I have to do to, to get this motion to work? It just didn't feel as natural. That was I my see. issue. But I never liked uh, rhythm games before Beat Saber. Right. So if you were into them, if you liked having to press four buttons on the guitar or five and press a little stick down and do all this technical crap, maybe you'd like it. I wasn't into all that. I just wanted to just move to the rhythm. I didn't want to have to think about what to press and when to press it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I've been into rhythm games since like the original Guitar Hero or Frequency before that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'll have to pick it up. I'm going to move us on to the next game, though, and then we'll be done with the game section. So Phasmophobia, you guys, everyone knows about this game by now. At least I'd hope so. It is it is wildly popular, popular, <laughs> popular. What am I saying? popular. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even remember what I said. It was such a mess up. Um, <laughs> so um, Jay here said he noticed that I'd finally played it because I was such a holdout. Um, and I have. I finally played Phasmophobia. I, I'm usually not one for horror games. So this was like that. It, it really took quite something <laughs> to get me to play. Um, so I've been playing it. And I got to say, I was wrong on this one. I was wrong. This one is good. It's It's a good horror game. Partly because it feels less like a horror game and more of a like it like it it's 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 got some good atmosphere, but it also has some really good gameplay mechanics, and that's something I wasn't expecting. A lot of horror games, especially horror games that are in VR, um are, are just like I don't really care for the game mechanics. Like Five Nights at Freddy's, I don't really care for the game mechanics. It's way too simple to stick for me. Um But this this game had I don't know, first off it's a first person. Um, and I tend to side with those in the first place. Um, obviously, that translates to VR quite well. Um, but also just the... It, it, it had this, like, kind of... It, it felt more like a mist, Like a clue... Not quite clue. I don't know. It, it was a mystery-solving game that had some tension occasionally. Not, like, scary tension. More like... I don't know, like... I'm trying to think of an example of a different game, but if I were to come up with one, it wouldn't be a horror game. It would, it would be a different genre. It almost reminds me of like a lot of like the really fun Halo custom games back in the day. I don't know which one off the top of my head, but it kind of reminds me of that where you have to like piece together with the right elements. And then like, if something goes wrong, you're suddenly being chased, but it's not super horror. It's more fun in, in a way. I don't know. I really liked it. Uh, and it so didn't feel too hoary. We didn't play it together when Rip played. Did you ever play it by yourself at all? I'm that sure you were with a people. Good point. Cause, cause I when have you are, not played it alone. <laughs> when you are by oh, yourself, it is, <laughs> it is. I can't even play it. It is absolutely terrifying <laughs> if you're by yourself. One person in there, I'm fine. We're having fun. We're talking. Yeah. We're looking for it. The minute they like die, though, and I'm by myself, 
in this huge dark place <laughs> with the ghost, I know it's it, it becomes right. just terrifying. It's so visceral. That, and that, that that's I think why I like it because it's like in small doses because it's not too often you are in fact the last one, but that adds to this tension as people as people start to like die off. Um, so you both have this like early game of like who's gonna like not hide well enough in the early game who like that you know are you doing the your jobs right like there's some really cool mechanics happening early on that i don't think the game necessarily shows in it's like advertising and if i'd known about it maybe i'd like have been more interested in the game because everyone instead talks about what you're talking about which is like when you're alone and you're the last person it's 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 kind of scary and that is really fun but if, for people that aren't into horror like me it's this perfect balance of most of the time. In fact, most games you, that doesn't even happen. Um, but especially when you're playing multiplayer, occasionally it does. And then you, but you like, you know, everyone else is watching at the same time. So it's like this balance of, I'm like freaked out right now. <laughs> like, am I, and I'm doing the trade off. Do I want to keep finding the ghost, but I've still got that one last evidence to, to acquire. Or do I, you know, do I go for risk or reward? Right. Um, or do I just play it safe and go back to the truck and have everyone call me a wuss by the <laughs> once they load back in? <laughs> it's super cool. Have you played Phasmophobia, Kay? Sadly, I have not. Um, ah. I haven't. Like, I haven't heard anyone mention that how well the game plays flat. Since I don't have a PC VR or anything mm. like that, uh, mm-hmm. I know I know it can be played flat, but I haven't heard enough about it. Whether it's worth yeah. playing it flat. What? That's where it I got played it popular. both ways. That's yeah. like the first people playing it that I saw was PewDiePie and Jack Slipper, and it was like the day it came out, and they were all playing it flat. That's actually mm-hmm. how it got big. Uh, and when you play VR, it's obvious that it's it's not perfectly designed for VR. Yeah, but it works pretty well still, and and it's but it's so much scarier in VR too. Like for Eric here is a a horror buff. If you played it. this thing flat, you would never feel any horror at all. Oh yeah. But I think it's, if I think if you played it in VR, you might be surprised. This might actually, if you're in the right situations, the right amount of time you've been in, it might actually get to you a little bit because it's it, it's it's the, very visceral. Yeah, it's it it's the moments that you don't expect it to finally get to you. Like you've been in the house for an hour and you can't find this freaking ghost, and you're like, what is happening? You're finding a little evidence, and then all of a sudden you're in this horrifying situation, and it changes. It's it is such an interesting and well crafted game. Rip, Rip, I know you have something to say. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, I, I, I actually mostly play it in flat screen because that's still where okay. the majority of like my player, my, my friend base, I guess, is, um, you know, most of them don't have VR yet. So I'm mostly playing it. I'll be like in VR playing with flat screen players um, or I'll be and sometimes I'm just, you know, we'll be hopping over from a different flat screen game. So I don't want to like transition from flat screen to VR typically because um, then everyone's got to wait on me and whatnot. So I'll play it a lot in flat screen. Um, and it's it's i'm hesitant to say it's like a crazy different experience it's different obviously um you can definitely tell it was made for flat screen though though it's more like you can just tell it is a like one man team of a game as opposed to mm. <laughs> it being in flat screen you know like the enemy models don't have any animation as far as i can tell <laughs> they just like hover and they just move like chess pieces <laughs> around. Well, maybe, if the I, place. maybe if I stick my face like right up to the computer screen, then 
Pretend I'm VR. Put a blanket over your head so it's all dark except for the screen, (laughs) and get right up on my feet. Yeah. That's so horrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I believe there's actually some ways you can like. It, there's, there's some um, tools you can use where you can like do that trick where it like it'll split the game into like two parts, and if you like cross your eyes, it'll like kind of create this stereos- ter- stereoscopic magic weird eye vision. Books. Yeah, yeah, magic eye books. Exactly. <laughs> it uses that kind of. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say technology, but that that whatever that is, that illusion. Photo trickery. Um, Photo photo trickery, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> just sit there staring friends. at the screen cross-eyed. Oh my god, my head hurts just think just thinking <laughs> of it. <laughs> All right, with that, I'm going to move us on to the discussion section. Jay, before we hop into the discussion, what should they know about? They should know about this beautiful thing over here. So I'm going to come. This thing by. right here. The but for those in the live in in the live stream or checking out the YouTube video. If you've if you ever been to this podcast before, even if you've been here for this whole podcast, you've heard of Asterian. Asterian, yes. <laughs> they make amazing VR accessories. They're making some AR stuff. They're they're this company that mostly sells through Amazon, but they have their own website, asterianproducts.com, where you could go and you could use code full dive to get the most gorgeous VR stand you've ever seen. It is the Asterian Aura. And if you're seeing the video, you see uh not perfect to scale model, but someone created this in Rec Room. And it functions. It's just like the real one. It has a power mm-hmm. button, and then you can change through the colors of the RGB scale. You can let the RGB run on its own and change through all the beautiful colors for you. It's it's. I have my headset on it. I have another headset on it. I have two more stands. I don't even have headsets to put on them. <laughs> the Asterian Aura is just a beautiful VR headstand. And if you go to asterianproducts.com, you put in code FULLDIVE, <laughs> you can get $5 off of it. And it's awesome. Go check them out. Mm-hmm. They're really cool people too. We've they sponsor oh, us. Yeah. We've worked with the with the owners, and they're just super nice. Oh yeah, they're they're a pleasure to work with. We cannot recommend these things enough. This is this is truly one of those things where it's like it doesn't feel like a. Hopefully, we don't get like an offered Raycon ad later for what I'm about to say. Um, it doesn't feel like one of those forced or you know a better example because maybe Raycons are good. I don't know. I haven't tried them. It's not like one of those Raid Shadow Legends ad where you can just tell the guy doesn't care about them right these things are cool we like them. we genuinely like them go buy this stuff it's my favorite vr stand by by a good margin super cool all right and with that let's hop into the discussion so today we are talking about what are we still missing in vr in 2021 we got a big year ahead of us hopefully we'll be seeing us come out of coronavirus as 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 vaccines begin to make their way out into the public sector um it's you know it it's it's exciting um why do you guys feel like let you know we got some ramp hopefully people will be less working from home and go back to working indoors if not mid 2021 maybe by the end of it what do you want to see in development what are we still missing um i'm gonna go with k first do you have anything on my on your mind well yeah just recently they uh, they actually announced that poker stars vr was coming to psvr and so that that actually had me thinking, though. I mean, what about like the board games? You know, sitting around a table with a board game like Monopoly or Uno or something oh, with other people um, in VR. There's know. kind of that. I mean, well, okay. So, have you heard of Tabletop Simulator? Vaguely. Vaguely, okay. <laughs> Tabletop Simulator is basically what you're talking about. Um, okay. It's PC only. Um, 
Yeah, see, I'm uh, thinking of a more of a PSVR standpoint, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be cool to see, I guess, in, in the in the theme... Okay, well, actually, Tabletop Simulator is still relevant because it's super clunky. I've played in VR. It barely works, and eventually I decided, even though this is so cool to be in VR doing a tabletop, it functions UI-wise so horribly that it wasn't worth it at all. And I just went back to PC. And even on PC, it's still kind of atrocious. Um, but it's it's acceptable. Like, it, I mean, it offers, unfortunately, something not a lot of other things do. Um, which tells a little bit about the demand for this, unfortunately. Because if that's the peak of, <laughs> like, having all these, like, really... Because there's so many cool board games. If you go to your, your local game and card shop... There, you know, there's some really cool stuff there. Um, and seeing some of that in VR, I can actually see some of that being real. Like, if you take a dedicated, like one of the more popular board games, those have some, those have some dedicated communities. Some of those, um, bring that over to VR, make a good VR game for it. Oh, whoops, make a good VR game for it. I could see that becoming really, really popular. Like a whole Hasbro collection, or whatever. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be super cool. Jay, do you play any any board games? Uh, I mean, yes, when I'm with family and around. Uh, I mm. I also play a lot of the likes of like uh, Exploding Kittens and some mm. uh, Cards Against Humanity. Occasionally Monopoly because I bought Natalie a Sailor Moon Monopoly board. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> which, my gosh. Which she loves. But I definitely, you know, what I've recently been playing weirdly is Yahtzee. Uh, someone got it for us for a Christmas thing that we did virtually over Zoom. And we've mm-hmm. been playing it with friends. All these games are like, there. there's definitely... It could work so well in VR and even VR and flat. We just need to see like a just one game maker, Milton Bradley or someone just just make a game that works on phone, on VR, in VR, on PC, on PlayStation, like and just bring all your games into the virtual space because, man, they would do so well. So many families could get together and play stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I think I could actually, we could actually create Yahtzee in here. Uh, probably isn't there dice yeah. already in here i've seen I... i've seen dice and then you just make like a little board to mark down on the wall or something yeah mm-hmm. yeah i feel like if there's a game if you if you weren't developing just straight up developing a like purpose-built game for it but instead was using something like rec room where it's like like or dreams or whatever right i i, I could see rec room kind of coming up with something I know there is. It, I know there's some games in here, and there's decks of yeah. cards stuff. I just haven't played around with them yet. But I know there's some. Mm. I'd like. But, to see I'll some be trusting you to get back on us. Okay. What if we get? <laughs> okay. We'll play some together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, card games. Uh, another big one. I feel like what what we're still missing, and I'm still looking for just some open world games. Oh you my know? gosh! Yes. Like. I Let's know stop it's hard. getting tech demos. Yeah, I know it's hard to make them and run them, but even just even just like old school. Do you remember the game Driver? Like even old mm-hmm. school Driver just dr- would be pretty cool in VR, even without being able to like get out, run around, shoot. Like even just being able to drive around the city and do missions. Like there's we're still missing open world so bad, and and it's really mm-hmm. what it needs right now. I think to take us to the next level. Yeah, uh, open worlds are one of those genres that more so than many others really take advantage of that sense of immersion, right? A lot of people come, a lot of people who more focus 
or a lot of people who focus less on immersion and more on the gameplay aspects have a ton of terrible things to say about games like assassin's creed or the recent ones the recent assassin's creeds and the recent far cries right because to them it's like well i go to the base i shoot them i get more and then i go to the towers and then i expand the map and it's the same thing over and over and i don't really care um but some people you know like are okay with having mildly repetitive gameplay because they're in a really cool world while they're doing it and it looks beautiful and that to them myself included sometimes depending on the game you know it can't be actually bad um <laughs> but you know there's some people that really like that stuff and i feel like you're totally right jay skyrim of all games shows how true that is right skyrim has the jankiest combat mechanic oh i i guess i <laughs> interact with the thing <laughs> um Skyrim has some janky combat mechanics, especially unmodded. Man, it is it it's janky, right? Janky to play. Um, and and even when the game released, like, to one of the big complaints is like the combat system is kind of basic. You know, you ba- you don't have a lot of ways. You only have one way to swing your sword. That it's like either you attack or you hold up and then do a big attack, and that's it. No. <laughs> right. No. Um, it is literally just one step away from being just button to attack. Um, so, you know, clearly it is okay to have simple mechanics in VR so long as you've got a really cool world to bring it in because VR more than any other medium is going to really take advantage of that super immersive world, amazing lighting, amazing viewing and landscapes and all that good stuff, right? Like, sure. I just bopped a troll on the head with my hand to get here but now i've got this awesome view and it was worth it <laughs> yeah, the uh la noir vr case files i mean one of the mm-hmm. best parts of that game is literally driving around uh, 1940s yeah. los angeles or whatever right yeah there, there's 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 a lot to be said for immersion in regard in regards to vr and open world will absolutely lend itself to that yeah we need it. We need we need that, and we need some more. I mean, if you'd have told me five years in, almost five years into VR, we still would barely have any of the big known games. Yeah, I wouldn't have believed it. Like I thought, by now we'd have everything. You know, <laughs> uh, even yeah. even you mentioned Assassin's Creed. I would have thought games like Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Grand Theft Auto. I thought all these would have a VR version five years in and we still don't even have some of them on the horizon like i I don't even care if i'm just plugging in a controller and it's just the addition of vr as a visual experience right make that work and i'm happy i don't care if it's like not perfect you know (laughs) there's so much room because it's it's really cool you know flight sim is like the only community where most games come out with vr because people have only there for some reason realized that games are awfully pretty in vr mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know why it's only there though oh man you're so right i mean that that lends itself to what i was gonna say i've said this over and over so i'll be quick but mmorpgs we need them in vr the only guy one we have is orbis vr and it is awful <laughs> i'm sorry developers over there what there was like there was this other one that was supposed to come out called like Illyria or Elysia or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, Elysia. There's Elysia, 
and what's the other one i'm in there i'm in the discord servers for them because that's how much i want one and i just keep on top of it and zenith elysia and zenith um neither of which are out they're both still in development who knows when they'll be out they don't have delay they don't have anything like dates yet um they both look good they both look far better than orbis and um i'm not holding my breath yeah <laughs> what what what's causing Kay? do you have any any thoughts or opinions here why do we not have the these types of games still what what's the limiting factor here every time you, you look something up and they say well there's just no player base for vr which is complete bs um mm-hmm. uh, i really <laughs> stupidity is all i can really yeah. think of yeah yeah make make good games and people will come yeah, that's that's what Valve gets at least. It's yeah. the player base is ready. We just they need a reason. You can't keep saying, "Oh, there's no players," and the players say, "Oh, there's no games," and it's not gonna go. Like, if you build <laughs> it, they will come. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and especially with the drought of good titles on VR. If you've, if if anyone, if any, the, the CEO of some big game dev company is out there, I'm telling you, man you've got this like you've you've got this perfect market that's barely tapped in vr you know that there's like if you create if you just port your good triple a game to vr you've already like you're already halfway there because there's not a lot of triple a games in vr let alone ported versions so oh man yeah, we need more of that, especially, you know, and that's that might be why there's not a lot of MMOs and not a lot of open worlds. Those are very hard to pull off. It takes a very dedicated team to build an open world, let alone one that's got good gameplay mechanics and good systems and reasons to play the game beyond just the visual landscape. All right. And with that, I'm going to wrap things up. Thank you so much for uh tuning in everyone uh those in the live stream k27 mr eric lovely having you here lovely thank you did you make this or did you remind no, that me, was you a make... gadget that was a gadget right. in there i think there was I think asterian actually put it in the game oh, oh they, they, they held a competition and oh, then the several people tried to make it and then the closest mm. one won a free stand okay cool. mm-hmm. yeah well um He's the one who actually built this world for those that are on YouTube. So thank you so much for A, making this world, and B, showing up on the podcast. You were lovely. Creator of worlds. And thank you for having me. It's awesome. Of course. Um, so those of you tuning in, um, we are going to go into after hours once we wrap you up here. But before we do that, just want to tell you real quick, we've got the Discord community. I mentioned it earlier. That's where the Q&A section is. That's where we got general. We got sweet memes. We got all sorts of good stuff. Consider joining it. It is awesome. Um, we also have the Patreon. $5 a month, you get high-quality stereo versions of the podcast. It makes a difference. You can hear the hosts in different sections. Far easier to pick out voices. Um, and you've got the the songs in stereo. It, it's i mean shoot if, if you want to find out the difference choose your favorite song and then in your like accessibility options turn your phone to mono audio only and try to listen to it 
and it's awful, right? That's what you're all listening to on the podcast because podcasts are broadcasted in mono. Um, but if you head to our Patreon, you get the stereo versions and they sound beautiful. Um, and I need to scroll down to make sure I haven't missed anything. I think that's, oh no, yes, the YouTube, Full Dive Gaming Podcast. Check it out. Similarly, if you're on YouTube, consider checking out our actual, quote, podcast, you know, the one that's on podcasting platforms. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on literally everywhere. If we are not on your platform, let me know. And with that, thank you for tuning in, everyone. And we will see you all episode 36 next week on the Full Dive Gaming Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.